What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? It's your boy Keem, and welcome to the first episode. That's right, the very first episode uh, of Drumroll, please. Removing the Mask Podcast. Once again, this is the very first episode of Removing the Mask Podcast. And so uh, there's a lot to explain. There's a lot to share and a lot of cycles to break. And with God's blessing, this will be a podcast, a platform for truth, healing, understanding, discovery, perspective, debates, and a whole lot more. Uh, and so I need to, to, to just get this started by breaking down what this is about uh, and what you all can expect, right? Uh, let's get into some history. Um, Let's provide some context. Let's get it popping. So I'll start with who I am, right? Uh, for a lot of folks who I'll be sharing this with, you already know my name is Akeem Lloyd. But for anybody out there who's, who's a new listener, who never heard of me or don't know what I do, uh, again, my name is Akeem Lloyd, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm from Atlantic City, New Jersey. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. First of all, shout out. Big shout out, right, to my family in New York. Big shout out to Brooklyn, New York. Uh, but an even more bigger shout out, or just a bigger shout out, right, to Atlantic City, 609, the Garden State, Jersey, what up? Um, and uh, and everybody back home, man. Like, uh, Atlantic City is home. Uh, but currently, currently, I live in Providence, Rhode Island. Right, so uh, this is home now. Prior to moving to Providence, Rhode Island, I was li- I was living in Philly. Uh, Philly is like a second home to me, man. Shout out to everybody in Philly. Uh, if you represent in Philly, if you lived in you, if you grew up in Philly, if you was in Philly when I was there for those four years, man, and 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 there was nothing but love there. I just want to say thank y'all for welcoming me um, and and for showing me a lot of love when I was out in Philly. Uh, like Philly, people try to ask me all the time, you know, um, which one do you like better or try to get me to compare, you know, Philly to Providence or Atlantic City to Providence or Philly to Atlantic City. And um, in hindsight, like I, 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 I don't compare them. I don't. It's, it's, yes, it's hard to compare, but uh, it's also like, you know, like we're talking about three different three different uh lifestyles and environments um providence has similarities uh like philly in regards to art but uh philly's a lot bigger right but providence is also a lot smaller in size um atlantic city doesn't necessarily uh at least for me growing up it didn't have that kind of artistic vibe that a Philly has, right? It didn't have the kind of artistic uh, setup that a Providence has, uh, but Atlantic City, you know, gave me my first taste of diversity, right? When people ask me, you know, how is it living there? It's like, it's like living in any other city, inner city for the most part, urban neighborhood, right? Like folks got to um, young folks got to make decisions on a day-to-day basis on which style they're going to live, who they're going to run with, you know what I'm saying? And based on those decisions lead to different outcomes. Atlantic City has 
you know, had, had, has its projects. Atlantic City has its gangs, uh, you know, shootings and homicides. And I'm not saying that to brag, but, uh, but just for context, right? Atlantic City also had, you know, besides what people know of Atlantic City, right? Casinos, boardwalk, yeah, that's cool. But Atlantic City was dope on its, on its diversity. And I didn't understand it back then because I was, I was young, I was little. I didn't, I didn't even know of the word diversity. But as I got older and I started to reflect on, you know, like where I am in life and, um, and what I've learned in life, I've, I've come to realize how important diversity is uh, and to be able to, to, to be comfortable in different spaces um, and specific areas that that may, you know, present me as being the only black person in that space I'm comfortable or may present me as being the only male figure in that space I'm comfortable. So Atlantic City uh, really gave me my first introduction to diversity and understanding, you know, that not everybody's like you. Not everybody looks like you. Not everybody practices the same, you know, religion or, 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 or spiritual expression like you. And, and that's okay. Uh, and so big shout out to Atlantic City for that. Uh, but Atlantic City was also fun. You know, uh, we, we, we had, you, you know, well, actually take a step back. I, I'm thinking about things I enjoy doing, which is like bowling, you know, and stuff like that. So that that was that was uh that was Atlantic City man. Um but more about me and kinda where I am now, uh being being in in a position where uh I look back and I say to myself and I ask myself, right, how did I get here? How did I get here? Who helped me get here? And um, a lot of what makes Akeem Lloyd, Akeem Lloyd, is based on those two questions and then a shit ton of answers, right? And so that's what I hope to be able to share with y'all. And, uh, and obviously, you know, I'm not gonna be able to, to, to share my, my, my whole life story within this first podcast, but uh, I am going to focus on sharing a good deal about myself and then hopefully be able to continue to share pieces with you as we move forward with each episode. Then um, that sounds crazy. Just, just that, that sounded crazy with each episode. Like, I'm really doing this right now, man. Uh, I've, 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 I've been thinking about doing this for a while and and so uh, to, to be able to, to, to actually get this started, I have no idea where this is going to go. I have no idea, you know, who's going to listen, how many people are going to listen. Um, but as, as true as I am to myself and, and wanting to continue to do things that I love doing, uh, starting a podcast is one of those things. And so uh, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. But uh Man, who's Akeem Lloyd, man? I think of a whole bunch of different adjectives like compassionate, caring, 
outgoing, shy, inquisitive, uh, athletic, talkative, so many different adjectives, and this is kind of cheating because I'm not really going into my life story like I wanted to go into my life story, uh, but... I mean, I was, I would say, right now, um, I am somebody who, who based on the those questions of who got me here and how did I get here, growing up in Atlantic City, being raised by my grandparents, uh, may they both rest in power, not having my mother around not having my father around, those things took a, a a very strong toll on me and my development. Because my grandparents weren't the kind of grandparents who expressed their love uh, physically um, and verbally on like that, that kind of toll took, um, well, that kind of impact took a toll on my development. And um and and that that is also a reason why I'm here today because that what those missing pieces have encouraged me to dive deeper into not only the work that I do but to go from internal to external and 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 having to get to a place where I realized that I wasn't the only person who grew up in a situation like mine, right? So, uh, a rose that grew from concrete is really is one analogy uh, or uh, metaphor that I view my life. Uh, not because, you know, I ever gangbang, not because I, you know, ever sold drugs, because I've never done none of those things. Um, but that that concrete just being a symbol of challenges, right? Like, those challenges that I've experienced growing up, and I'll touch more on throughout, uh, to you know, this segment and episodes to come, but those challenges that I've endured uh, was more on a emotional and mental level. Uh, and so to, to, to be able to, to stand, you know, where I stand today, to be able to, you know, speak my truth with conviction and unapologetically, uh, this is the rose that, that grew from that concrete, from those challenges, and still growing. Um, but that's that's been a metaphor that uh, I've I've taken and and has become really like a life you know, uh, uh, model for me, uh, especially since Tupac is one of my favorite artists. So that's the connection there. Uh, another one of those kind of sayings comes from Maya Angelou. Uh, I know why the cage bird sings. Um, to understand Akeem Lloyd is to understand why I have, how I've gotten to a space to be so 
um, comfortable and confident in my voice and with my voice. But that's because of years and years of being the caged bird, right, uh, who did not sing um, as, again, using it as a metaphor, but then finally getting to a place where, you know, I was able to kind of spread my wings and, uh, and, and, and begin to become more comfortable being free. Uh, and so I'll, I'll be touching on things like that as well. Um, so let me get into why a podcast, right? Why a podcast? I love to talk. It's that simple. Like, friends who know me know I take forever to tell a story. I take forever to explain things. That's just how it is. I've become comfortable in acknowledging that that's who I am. And so if you're listening to these podcasts, right, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best to bring energy. Uh, but at the same time, just know, like, there's, there's going to be moments where I'm going to be trying to get to the heart of things and, 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 and you're going to be listening and you're going to be like, Keem, like, hurry the fuck up, man. Like, just get to the point, right? Uh, but I guarantee you everything, everything is, is, is going to be put together in a form, in a fashion that is going to make sense. Uh, and I'm all about context. Uh, I just sometimes fail to provide context at the beginning, and uh, my friends know I just start talking, and next thing you know, they're like, Keem, what you talking about? And in my head, right, I'm like, I'm going to get to what I'm talking about, if, but if you just listen, then you're going to hear me get to what I'm talking about. That's something that, to me, makes sense, right? Like, if I'm, if I just start talking about apples, just randomly out the blue, and you're listening, so to you, your mind is programmed to think, why, why are you talking about apples? What's the point you're getting at, right, that makes this conversation so important to you at this moment in time? But if you just give me time, right, I, I don't want to save two minutes because Lord knows it takes me longer than two minutes to get to the point. But if you just if you just chill, you just, just vibe with me, I'm going to get to the point, people. If I start talking about apples out of the blue, and you don't know why I'm talking about apples, I guarantee you at some point I'm going to get to the point as to why I'm talking about apples. That's, that's it. That's it. And I understand, man, people are really big on their time, right? And and, and not and, and and time is big and not feeling like you are like wasting time. But uh if 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 you're into podcasts and if you give podcasts, you know, an hour of your day, uh every day, then that's an hour of time. And within that hour, I'm gonna to get to the point. Best believe that. So why a podcast? Um on a serious note, my existence has been yearning to go from internal to external. I grew up silent. 
in a silent household. My family, we didn't talk about love. In my family, we didn't talk about our emotions. In my family, we didn't talk about our feelings, right? Nobody really said, I love you in my household. And so I grew up in this silent household where nobody really talked about much of anything, expressing themselves of much of anything um, besides, you know, like, others like you know dishes you know like like my family talked but in hindsight when I'm when I mentioned growing up in a silent household I'm talking about those specific things we didn't talk about our feelings our emotions we didn't talk about love none of that and so um having having taken on right that that vibe right of of, of growing up in a household that that you know conversations wasn't something that you know me and my family had right like we didn't sit down at the dinner table and have like a long conversation we didn't sit down at the dinner table and talk about how our day went you know we didn't talk about how school went right and so for me I grew up um keeping everything to myself I grew up processing the world because uh, I, I did not use my voice. And really, another part of that or, or what, what impacted that was I also had a speech learning curve, right? I st- studied, <laughs> right, so bad, man. Like, I, I, I could not read. Um, all the way up until, you know, really second grade. And so being teased, being bullied about, you know, my, um, about not being able to read, about not being able to complete sentences because I was stuttering and having people, you know, say to you, hurry up, hurry up and get it out, you know, just get it out, just spit it out, right? All that kind of stuff, man, that people don't understand the kind of impact that that has on a young person and their development. And and, and, and it really it really impacted me. And so I grew up silent, man, just keeping everything to myself. And it took me years to find my voice. And when I did, it took me years to build confidence in my voice, right? It took me years to find it. And then when I found it, it took me years just to build confidence in it, right? To be able to speak it, to 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 be able to share it, um, and and I realized that I wasn't the only one with a story. I realized that I am not the only one who has worn the mask. I realized that I am not the only one who ha- who has had to unlearn previous teachings. And I, like many people, have cycles to break. Is that real? So instead of holding everything in like I've done for years internally, I'm going external. And I'm inviting others and every listener listening to join me in removing the mass and challenging yourself, encouraging yourself to open pieces of yourself that has been locked away. It's time to get free, y'all. It's, it's that simple for me. It's time to get free. As much as we want to be strong and we have our reasons why we need to be strong, why we have to be strong, but 
there's 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 a time and a place to be strong and there's a time and a place to be in tune with how you really feel. But in order to get to a place of 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 comfort, in order to get to a place of 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 growth and 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 you know healing and things of that nature, we got to be also comfortable with 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 removing the mask and um and 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 yeah, man, like that that's that's just so. Um, why removing the mask, right? As I mentioned earlier, my, my, I, so I, I work with young people and I've had the privilege, uh, and it's been an honor to work with young people for the last 12 years. And it was my first job being a parent mentor all the way up until now where I'm still mentoring. I've been working with young people for a long time. And, and that kind of privilege has allowed me to see a lot of myself. It has allowed me to grow in many different areas of my life. Uh, and at the same time has allowed me to support other, other young people as they, as they you know, learn how to maneuver throughout this world. And so that working with young people has, has, has taught me right that I wasn't the only one it taught me that I I am not the only person who grew up in a in a silent household I'm not the only person who grew up in a space where uh my my parents weren't there I'm not the only person who grew up in a space where you know my like like talking about your emotions was was kept un, under covers and so it's it's through these experiences with young people that made me reflect on my experiences with people in general it made me re- reflect on my experiences with people in general right part of what i do now uh and again this is just sharing a little bit more about myself is uh, I have a speaking business and, and I try to uh, leverage that platform, uh, which is Akeem Speaks LLC, to be able to have, in hindsight, the discussions and, and the truth and the building and the discovery and the understanding to have all these pieces that I'll be, you know, focusing on uh, using this podcast with the students that I'm able to work out with, right, uh, when it comes to Akeem Speaks. Uh, Akeem Speaks allows me to travel to different high schools, colleges, uh, youth programs, AmeriCorps programs, etc., that allows me to, f- to facilitate workshops um, on mental health, healing, academic ownership, right, personal ownership, and more. Um, and then it also allows me to serve as, you know, guest speaker or um, you name it. And so th- this, this is why I've been able to have the experiences I've have, I've had um, since I started Akeem Speaks about f- three years ago now. 
And, and, and so these experiences have allowed me to reflect on my experiences with people in general. And what I've come to learn is this. A lot of people have worn the mask, still wears the mask. And because of that, they, we, I, still continue to hold on to past experiences. For some, those past experiences involve being hurt, they involve trauma, they involve suicidal thoughts, they involve pain. So there's a lack of healing that doesn't take place, but needs to take place, but instead they, we, I wear the mask. It's a part of our norm. It's a part of what we know. It's a part of what we grew up in. It's a part of what we were taught. It's a part of what has been recycled in our communities, in media, in songs, by our peers, our society. Now, not all things behind the mask is a call for healing, right? Some people hear the, you know, the term healing and associate it with broken. But I learned we are never broken, but we're bent, right? We bend. But other things that are behind the mask is related to a lack of acknowledgement. Not wanting to acknowledge things, people, situations, you name it, right? Not everything has to be on that level of healing, but you can still wear the mask for other reasons. And I would argue and debate that within our communities, first of all, I would argue and debate that within our communities, specifically communities of color, right? I would argue and debate that more than 60% of people would wear the mask or have worn the mask and then I would also argue and debate that uh, uh, folks who, who are not of color also experience wearing the mask and that's only because my experiences of running, for, running workshops with young people who are not of color and their, their truth telling behind what they've had to endure is, is very uh, parallel to what young people of color have had to endure, right? Not all. Let's not get it twisted. Not all. But there's some foundational level things that when I think about wearing the mask and why people wear the mask and, you know, what's not there, what people are not feeling, it's, it's very similar. So, so when I started doing this work of self-love, self-worth, self-confidence. Years ago, I understood it as me removing the mask. Because my childhood was filled with a lot, a lot of years of not knowing who I was, a lot of years of not loving myself, where my self-love, my self-worth, and my self-confidence were all low. And I spent years with suicidal thoughts and took it upon myself one time to take, to, 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 to really try to execute suicidal actions. So I had to get to a point where I needed to, where I needed to do the work. 
the work is what I call, you know, the process of acknowledging, right? The process of healing, the pro- right? That's the work. So when I started doing the work with young people, it became clear that our mental health needs to be a priority. I'm going to say that again. For those in the back, for those who are listening, for those who gave me their time and their ear, right? Our mental health, your mental health needs to be a priority. So here we are. Ready to begin the process of removing the mask. Ready to begin doing the work. We're going from internal to external. And I'll be asking folks to join me on this podcast. I'll be asking folks to join me in, 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 in really, you know, uh, uh, if not getting started on the work, bringing on folks who have already started doing the work so that those who are listening, we can continue to build and learn from each other. For those who know me, for those who know Akeem Lloyd, you know I love, I love people. I love bringing people together. I love learning. I love building. And at the heart of, every, uh, at the heart of everything I want to do is all about building. It's, it's, it's about love. That's what I'm about, man. I, I, I sometimes <sighs> I'm gonna get into that, man. I'm gonna get into that, but um, I'm gonna start with uh, right. I've gotten to a point in a place in my life where I know God is using me for a cause bigger than myself, man. And I know it took it took a lot of heart and a lot of courage for me to get this far. And I've been growing and I've been thriving and I've been uh, experiencing, right, heartache still to this day. But still to this day, I am here. And so are you. So let's get it. Our first segment of removing the mask uh, will be on love and relationships. Love and relationships. And so for those who don't know, uh, my Instagram is Akeem Speaks the number two. That's Akeem Speaks the number two, A-K-E-E-M-S as in Sam, P-E-A-K-S, the number two. And uh, it's been a year now. Since I started doing this But every Friday I've been posting um, A post on Instagram With the theme Love isn't lost I know exactly where I put it at And uh, I'll if, if If you allow me to I'll explain why I started Doing these posts And very Again randomly Like I didn't go into you know, trying to explain or give context as to why I was making these posts because I didn't really care. I, not, I didn't care, but I didn't think that people really cared enough for me to explain why I'm doing these posts, right? Like, it's not like I had 
a ton of followers who were were or are watching my every post or my every move. Uh, and so it's, it's, you know, it's not like I had to check in with anybody. Plus, it wasn't for anybody. It, it was for me. Because like I said, I've been I've been challenging myself to go from ex from internal to external. I've been challenging myself to to continue to be more vulnerable. I've been challenging myself to continue to speak my truth. And as I mentioned before, working with young people has really taught me a lot about myself, but it, it has also pushed me, right, to or in, um, in, in spaces that I've never been before. And I, I can't and I don't want to be in these spaces where I'm encouraging young people and challenging young people to think about their past experiences and to think about how hard, how far they've come and, and how hard they had to fight just to get here and that they should continue to keep going because, uh, you know, they didn't make it this far to only come this far. But the only way to get there is that you have to begin the work. And if you haven't started to do the work, then this is your time now to begin the work because your men your mental health is important because your, because your social and emotional development is important. And so I didn't want to be in these spaces encouraging young people, right, to, 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 to begin to work out in that way. And I haven't done it myself. Or more to say, right, I'm not continuing to do it because I started doing the work when I was in college. That's when I started doing the work. But then I got to a level of comfort where it's like, I know a lot about Akeem Lloyd. I know why I'm reacting in certain ways. I know why I'm doing certain things. And then I got older and there was another level of Akeem Lloyd that I had yet to get to yet, that I had yet to experience and that I had yet to do the work for. Meek Mill said there's level to this. And so... What it, it it got to a point where I was real like I'm I'm a, I, like I'm a grown man I'm a full I'm a whole adult now, and there are experiences that I've experienced as an adult that I need to go back and do the work right, focusing on who Akeem Lloyd is right now. I took a step back, looked in the mirror, and said, who was Akeem Lloyd between the ages 5 to 13? And then I looked in the mirror and I said, who was Akeem Lloyd between the ages 13 to 18? Who was Akeem Lloyd between the ages 18 to 25? That's the work that I was doing. Those are the questions I was asking myself, and, and those were the answers I was providing myself on a day-to-day -day basis. And then it got to a point where the work stopped because I became comfortable. And this is just me being honest, right? I'm I'm looking in the mirror, right? Because it starts with me and it says, Akeem Lloyd, you stopped doing the work because you got comfortable with with 
with with your past experiences with your younger self because you were able to talk about your younger self because you were able to identify what your younger self was going through with, with what your younger self was struggling with and you got comfortable so when I was battling depression as a 26-year-old, when I was having suicidal thoughts as a 27-year-old, it's because I wasn't doing the work that was allowing myself to understand what was getting me to those dark moments, which I could have then identified, which then would have allowed me to take the necessary actions to make sure that I wasn't feeling the way I felt. So in hindsight, I, I, uh, I, um, what's the word I'm looking for, right? Like, it's not privilege, but like, I, I took for granted the work that I was doing once I reached, once I reached the age 25, because I stopped doing the work. I'm not going to apologize for repeating things a lot. I will be conscious of how much I am repeating things, but I'm not going to apologize for repeating things because uh, if, 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 if it's making the point, then I want, I want to be clear and I want to be sure that what I'm saying is making the point and tying everything together. And so I understand, right, as I'm sitting here talking to you all that I've said the work probably more than 15 times uh, but I'm not going to apologize for that and, 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 and actually make it known that this is the work and, 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 and I will continue to use that in a way for folks to understand you know the importance of it so every Friday I've been doing these posts right and I started with love. And I started with love and relationships because, well, one, I was thinking about love and relationships. The one, the, the, uh, I guess the last one that I had, right, which didn't, didn't end well right and conversations that I was having with a friend of mine after that last relationship happened and um, I remember sharing with them kind of some of the reasons why that relationship had started to dwindle and something that I wasn't very hip to yet, but they were. So I'm talking about me and my friend, right? My friend was already hip to this. Me, I, I, I didn't care too much about it, um, but, but I wasn't hip to it. And, and I remember them saying that because the girl that I was with was also hip to it and so um when my friend was telling me well i i felt as though my friend was was trying to tell me that 
right? This is a day and age where social media is powerful uh, and your significant other should be displayed on social media. And um, up until that point, I had not paid any attention to how other people displayed their their significant other or their partner. Uh, that was their life. That wasn't mine. And I and, and so I didn't care for it. I was using my social media and had the the thought or the mindset that my social media was was business. My social media was for promotion and advertising and marketing. Um, and I remember having that conversation with my friend and then walking away from that conversation and thinking to myself, what did I learn? Right? What did I learn from my friend? But also, what did I learn from the relationship? Now, I've, I've written about past relationships before when I was doing the work to help me understand myself more. But again, now I'm in a different age bracket. And what I was experiencing was something new. So I had to ask myself, what did I learn? And then I, ha- and then I had to ask myself, right, like, what am I still holding on to? And so when I sat down to think about this situation with the last relationship, right, and where I was as a person and how I was going to grow from that relationship based on the conversation that I had with that friend, right, and, and, and what I wanted out of life now. Being the age that I am, right, I am, well, I've always always thought about, you know, meeting that one person that I was just head over hills for and high mountains and, you know, that, that, um, what, that romantic, right? I'm that romantic lover, um, hopeful, I forgot what it's called, but that kind of lover, right? Um, hopeful, romantic, I think that's what they call it, right? Uh, since I was younger, and so um to to now be in this age bracket it's it's more I'm more conscious of it um and and more conscious of what what I need to do to make sure that my actions for the next young lady that gives me a chance or that I give a chance to cuz it's both ways but the next young lady that I encounter um, and that I'm really into uh, or that I like um, or trying to engage and interact with uh, that, you know, they also want the same. But I'm also being very conscious and clear about the actions, my actions, um, to let that individual know, like, you know, this is where I am. This is what I'm looking for. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, and and then to be able to hear them speak their their truth as well, and so that's what started me doing this post because now 
for the last year and some change. I've been posting every Friday under the theme Love Isn't Lost. I know exactly where I put it at. I am not going to tell you all where I put the shit. At least I'm not going to tell you, the listener, on this first episode, right? I do have plans to tell those who, you know, are reading the post or who's following the blog or who will continue to listen to this podcast. I will get to that point. I told you earlier, I take forever to explain what well, this one is. Perp- this one is on purpose. I am purposefully right. Um, reflecting on my past experiences with love, relationships. Um, and challenges within both and the successes within both uh, to be able to tell you where I put love. Um, but in order for me to get there, I need to get through each one. Um, because, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about m- my growth, right? Uh, love is a journey. It is a process and the reward is the outcome. And the outcome is being able to experience love with whoever it is that you experience love with. And so um, with that being said, I, I am a lover at heart. Uh, I, am, uh, I say I'm not afraid to love, uh, but I think I've experienced some moments some unconscious moments where I've I've held back and and usually and that's usually not me and so I, again because I've I've been I've I've been doing the work it's it's I've I've been learning some some things about myself in this age bracket that I didn't think that I would see myself at um, but uh, in these posts man I give a little excerpt a little blurb. Um, about the relationship at that moment and at that time. And uh, I've incorporated uh, a, di- a variety of different ways to explain or to share what that little excerpt is that gives people just enough to, to, to get an idea of what was happening with me and that individual at the time, uh, and hopefully enough that people become, you know, um, curious as to what the hell is this man talking about? Because a, a lot of times um, it's only, you know, six to seven lines, and then that's it, uh, and which, you know, isn't always a lot, but again, can be enough. Um, to 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 to, to kind of spark curiosity. At the same time that I started doing the Friday post, I started a blog, right? And so it, again, it's just one of those things that I wanted to do, that that was going to make me happy, and, and that was to start a blog. Uh, and so I connected the blog to the post, and so with the. With the post that I do, I give you a small little, <laughs> a little something, something, uh, right? And then I go to the blog and I post the entire, um, I don't want to say story, but it's more along the lines of, of, 
for lack of a better way of saying the shit, is story, right? I post the entire story. Um, that's connected to that blog post, right? And so every Friday, um, you get you get another piece of the story that speaks to that relationship. And and so far, I've I've talked about moments where I talked about my first love and the experiences I've had with my first love. I talked about you know uh, moments where like. I, I, I've, I've talked about moments where I discovered love and I talked about moments where love discovered me and I've talked about moments where, right, well, heart, like heartbreaks pretty much, right? Like a lot of my growing up was a lot of heartbreaks and, um, it took a lot, y'all, for me to feel comfortable enough to put this shit out there. Because not only was I was I I'm 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 a to myself kind of person, right? And so for me to 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 feel comfortable to say like, yo, this is what it was like for me, took a lot. But again, it was for me. Because I'm going from internal to external. Uh, everyone has a story, as I shared before. And who knows if, you know, my story is the, is the one that sparks something in somebody else or encourages somebody else to, you know, feel as though, you know, I, I, I got a story too. And maybe this might inspire somebody. Um, but that's what's happening every Friday. Uh, and so I'm going to transition what those posts have been to this podcast. Uh, And so that's going to be our first segment. Uh, We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about relationships. Uh, We're going to now move into, and as I continue to grow uh, this podcast and and continue to think about, you know, innovative ways to to, to make, you know, this shit pop. um, And and. So I, I know I also have a lot of if, if this is being if if I post this shit on Instagram right as the hey listen to my podcast, uh, kind of you know move that move like that. Uh, I know I have a lot of listeners who are in college, uh, students that that have seen me speak, and so um, I know that there will be swearing and curse words on here, uh, and and. And that will be very, you know, this isn't scripted for the most part, right? And so it's going to come off very authentic, very, very real, very vulnerable. Um, Yeah, so real talk, like I, I actually taught myself not to curse. Like I, like I can go through conversation after conversation after conversation and 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 not say a curse word y'all like I taught myself not to curse just like I taught myself I don't have to say the n word and like completely removed it from my from conversations that I'm that I'm in um where 
you know, like just just I just removed it from from my lingo, like, uh, and if it pops up, if it comes up from time to time, um, because it 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 has come up from time to time, but uh, and not the N word E R, but obviously, the the one that has been accepted by uh the culture, our culture, uh, people of color, um, the one ending in A, right? That one has come up, but for the most part, I've trained myself not to, not to use that. Um, so, uh, this this part of the podcast, I, I'm going to try to do a segment which uh, will be called "Feed the Soul," and "Feed the Soul" will be a moment during the podcast where an inspiring piece of literature will be shared. Uh, and and I'll and I'll ask guests to also be a part of that feed the soul movement. Um, at least that's what it is for now. Ch- more than likely, I'm going to try to uh, come up with something that you know we'll be able to to use a hashtag with that that isn't or that hasn't already been used because that's how I like to do things. Um, but uh, today, uh, feed the soul word or moment will be um you don't have to be great to start but you have to start to be great you don't have to be great to start but you have to start to be great your dreams are waiting for you people your dreams are waiting for you, people, and 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 the only way you're going to get closer is if you take one step at a time every day. Everything that I've been able to do over the last couple of years isn't because I'm the greatest at it. Isn't because I've been great. I was great when I started. It was because I literally just started, like this freaking podcast, right? Uh, it's been something that I've been wanting to do for the longest now. And so here, I, I, you know what? I have time on a Sunday and I'm just going to make this shit happen. And hopefully I, I can be disciplined and, and, and really fall in love with the process um, so that I can continue to do this uh, and see where it goes. But you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. That's Feed the Soul for today. Uh, If you've listened to this, hit me up. Let me know your thoughts on that um, and what that means to you at this very moment in your life. Um, Share your thoughts. Uh, Let's let's build together. Let's grow together. Um, And and so I will end on this. Uh, Folks, I've I've been inspired by a lot of people. and I, I I would be remiss if I tried to pretend as if uh, when it comes to this podcast world that I wasn't inspired by folks. So um, I was able to be on my first. I was able to be on my first podcast uh, with with Steambox R I Steambox Rhode Island out of uh, Dr. Jorge Alvarez 
uh, High School uh, in Providence. That is a student-led podcast, and it was just dope as fuck to be on that podcast and for it to be my first um, podcast to ever be on um, because it is student-led, and that's where a lot of my love and my heart lies. Um, and then uh want to show love to... And so Roberto Gonzalez is the uh, mastermind behind creating that podcast for young people to run. So shout out to him and the students over there doing their thing. I also want to give a shout out to Spark Up Podcast, uh, Christina, Regina, and, and Benz. Um, they, they were the first uh, local podcast uh, that I've listened to um, and, and to, 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 to now be a part uh, or to have been a part of, you know, their, their, their live podcast was dope and to have befriended, you know, make some new friends there. Um, thank y'all for what you do. And um, to my sister, Leani, uh, who just started a podcast with her and her significant other, um, uh, please forgive me for not having the name here in front of me. Um, but uh, for those who know me in Providence, who've gone to our open mic, know Leani, uh, just a dope individual. And so what ended up happening is uh, she and I have talked about creating, um, you know, just being creative and, and, and willing to create the things that we love to do. And, and so when I, like, that was like a big push for me because, um, like I said, I've been wanting to do this for a while now. And when I saw like a story post that wasn't even by her, but was by somebody else, I was like, oh shit, like what? Like, sis is really, she, she, she's doing it, man. So that was like a big pushback. All right, Keem, you know, um, you, don't, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So here we are with episode number one. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. I know it kind of started off mad slow. Um, do not forgive the nerves, but just know that there were nerves there. Uh, but I, I love y'all, man. I appreciate y'all from, from you know, every inch of my heart. Man, I tell y'all, this is real shit for me and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get free with y'all. I'm ready to open up. I'm ready to... Uh, continue to be my authentic, vulnerable self uh, in every every facet of the way. Uh, and so um, thank y'all for giving me your time and your ear for this hour as I, and, and, and uh, hope that we can, you know, make this thing pop. So it's your boy King, man. And, uh, you have now tuned in and checked out of the Removing the Mask podcast. I'm going to holler at y'all. One love.